the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson, the Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Walking Through Your Open Door. Brothers and sisters, doors of opportunity have been opened for us by God that no man can shut on us. Doors of opportunity that are only benefits us when we walk through. You see, if we don't walk through the doors that God opened for me and you, then we'll never receive or achieve the things that God has for me and you. That's why it's so important, my brothers and sisters, for us to be able to learn to walk through the doors of opportunity that God has opened for me and you so that we can step into all the things and all the assignments that God has for me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. We're continuing in the teaching that we started just a little while back, and that is walking through your open door. We've been given instructions on what to do, what kind of things to be able to pay attention to as you move forward into the open door that God has in store for you. For this is the year of an open door. Doors are open for you all over the place to be able to step into the midst of God's grace, to you to be able to do all that it is that God has in store for you. And then we can be able to tell because we'll see a smile on your face. Excited about the fact that God has done for you what he said he was going to do. Excited about the fact that he got us finally come through for you like it is you've been wanting to and he's been declaring unto you because this is the year of the open door oh yes this is say that with me please this is the year to open door this is the year of my open door yeah and i'm going through yeah how about you Hey Amen. We're going through. We're going through. We're going through into the things that God has in store for me and you. And we're going to be blessed as well as a blessing as a result of it in Jesus name. And of course, we're working right now on the part that is like really important also. And that is, uh, uh, behold, God really has opened a door for you. And he did. He really has opened a door for you. Lord wants you to behold the door really is open for you. Because once again, we can hear a word. We can even be excited about the word. But then many times it's quiet as it's kept and it's kept real quiet. Many of us still have reservations on the inside of us as to whether or not this thing is really true. I believe it can happen for them, but can it happen for me too? I believe it can happen for that little preacher up there. But praise God, he's a devout man. He's a man of God. And yes, I am. Make no mistake about it. But said, yet so are you. Because if you've received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then God has opened a door for you too. To be able to step forward into awesome things that he has in store for you and for you to do. And if you're not, 
born again presently, there's a door that's open for you to be able to come in and receive the salvation that God has in store for you so that you can then step through the other doors that he's already opened up for you too, to be able to go and do awesome things and have awesome manifestations in your life too. God has opened a door for us, but we really need to recognize that God has a door open for us. I mean, really. Now look at your neighbor with me, please. I need you to help me preach this just for a second. Look at a neighbor with me, please, and say, yo neighbor, God really does have a door open for you. And he's got one open for me too. Let's go through. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because God's got one open for us. And he needs you to behold that he really does have a door open for you. I mean, really does. And he needs you to focus on that all year long. Not just a moment or two. Not just after you hear this message that I'm speaking to you. And you walk out of here excited about it. But by about five o'clock this evening, you forget all about what it is I had to say. No, you need to focus on the fact that God really does have a door open for you. We learned already that this is a spiritual door with natural manifestations. It's a spiritual door with natural manifestation. Since it's a spiritual door, you'll never recognize it naturally. Since it's a spiritual door, you'll probably not recognize it naturally, which means that in the natural, your circumstances and situations might look the same. In the natural, it might not look like nothing has changed. But don't you concern yourself with that. You concern yourself with what God has said to you. Step forward into the door that God has said that he has declared that he has for you. And you will watch manifestation in the natural as a result of you walking spiritually into the door that God has in store for you. So it's a, a natural door. Excuse me. It is a spiritual door with natural manifestations. So because of that, we know not to look with our eyes, not to look at uh, pay attention with our natural ears, but to only listen to what it is that God has to say. Move forward to it, to the direction that he's told us to do. And we'll see manifestations come to me and you. Revelations chapter three. This is our foundational text. Let's read this and then get into some awesome stuff today. Revelations chapter three. Let's start reading in verse six. He said, he did have an ear. Let him hear what the spirit saith unto the churches. And that's very important this year, because remember, it's a it's a natural door. It's a spiritual door with natural manifestations. So the spirit is going to speak things to you. Spirit, of course, big S is Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is going to speak to you this year, whether he speaks to you loud and clear or whether he speaks to you through impressions. They'll still be clear. God's going to speak to you this year. Sometimes you're going to think it's your thought. But then when you think how crazy it is, then you'll realize it's not your thought. Because God's going to invite you to go do some things that you in the natural would not normally do. Because most of us are limited by naturalness. We're limited by what's going on in the natural. We're limited by what occurred in the past in the natural. But God says, no, your past, nor all the other limitations that previously held you at bay will stop you from moving forward into the things that he has to say. You have to lock in on the fact that what God said to you is true and then go do what he told you to do. He said in verse six, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the spirit saith unto the churches and to the church, uh, angel of the church in Philadelphia. Right. These things saith he that is holy. He that is true. He that hath the key of David. He that openeth and no man shutteth and shutteth and no man openeth. I like that part because God said you got to recognize who it is that's talking to you. I am holy, which means I'm in a class all by myself. So don't concern yourself with the other folk that told you they was opening doors for you and it didn't manifest for you because they ain't me and I ain't them. I'm holy. I'm separated and different. I'm in a class all by myself. I flung stars in the sky. 
Are you listening to me? I'm the one that caused the, the, the earth to be able to exist even as it is. I'm the one that created you and, and, and everything that you see. I'm the one that's going to do this thing for you. I am true. Meaning that he ain't no lie. I know my English is bad, but my preaching is good. He ain't no lie. God tells the truth all the time. God never lies. If God said there's an eight-legged monkey, you can laugh all you want to. Pretty soon, an eight-legged monkey is going to come use one of them legs to be able to hold on to you and let you know that God's word is true. Are you listening to me? Because whatever God says shall surely be. Are you feeling me up in here? And then he went on to say, not only is he holy and he's true, but he also have the key of David. We've already learned about that, which is talking about covenant. And God has established a covenant with you, precious, that will allow you to be able to move forward into the things that God has in store for you. And it allow you to move forward with total access to all the advantages that come from being in covenant with God. And that's all of his glory, all of his grace, all of his power, all of his wisdom, all of his knowledge. Did I say all? All of what it is that God has and all that it is that God owns and all that it is that God is and all that it is that God can do for you is available to you to get this thing done. So he precursors that uh, this statement with that so that you can be able to clearly understand that he that openeth, no man shutteth. And he that shutteth, no man openeth. Why? Because I'm all by myself. I'm true. And I've got awesome things available to you to be able to do what it is I've called you to do. Verse eight. I know thy works. This is good because it's going to tie into today's stuff. I know thy works. I know what you've been doing. Know how you've been praying. Know what you've been saying. I know your confessions. I know that there's things that you've been declaring. I know you're giving. I know everything that you're doing. And many times we do and do and do, and we don't see anything necessarily change before me and you. And we think that, well, maybe the things that I did was just, was just stuff I did. Did I do the right thing? Did I handle my business? Did, you know, should I have done it differently? God's going to clear that up for you today so that you can be able to realize that you're going to get what it is he has to say. Why? Because I know that works. But behold, this is the part he wants you to focus on, not your works, but, fo- but you to focus on. Because God knows your works. He's been watching your works. He's been watching how you conduct yourself, what it is that you've been doing, doing the things he's been asking you to do. God's been watching. You don't need to focus on that, but this is the part you need to focus on. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. That's y'all. You have strength. Because you've received strength from God. Don't worry about the fact that it's a little. Because all you need is a little. Are you listening to me? He told Peter who was walking on water, oh ye of little faith. You mean all it takes is a little faith to walk on water? Yeah, just a little. He told the disciples who thought that they needed more faith, that Lord increase our faith. He said, no, what you need to do is do something with the faith that you got. Plant it like a seed and watch it begin to grow into the things that he has in store for you. Speak to the mountain and watch it move. Are you listening to me? Why is that? Because it don't take a lot. All you need is a little. But I'm telling y'all, y'all got some faith because y'all been hanging out at the mighty word of faith. And you know, I pump you full of faith. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You know, it's flowing from from wall to wall, from ceiling to floor. I turn around and give you scriptures and then I turn around and give you more. Why? Because I know that this faith is what we live by. The just shall live by faith. And so because you have a little faith, you're going to have opportunity to have a lot of life. Are you listening to me? Because God's going to cause that little to be able to turn into a lot. And you're going to be able to cause things to be able to manifest. Are you listening to me? It's going to be good. And you've also kept his word. Hell fast to it, not let it go. Despite what you've seen, despite what you've heard, despite what you've experienced, you've held fast to the word of God. And you did not deny his name. Wasn't like, pfft. Like, forget God and forget what he's about and forget everything he's about because I'm going to go do what it is I want to do. No, you've held fast to what it is that God has said and his name that he's declared to you. So because of that, 
awesome things are about to happen to you. A door is open. You're going to get a chance to see it for what it really is and move forward and be able to and manifest all that it is that God has planned for you. Say, I'm going to do that too. Say, I'm going to do that. that. Well, let's go and see some more things about doing that. Turn to Acts chapter 10. Oh, you better pay attention to me today because it's going to get good. Have an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord says unto you today. Acts chapter 10. We've looked at various examples and various principles and things like that throughout this year, telling you about the importance to recognize that there really is a door that's been opened for you, giving you various things to be able to focus on as you move forward into what it is that God has in store for you. But we're going to look at another one today and give you another example that I think is going to be a tremendous blessing to you. Because we're going to look at this guy by the name of Peter. And we're going to look at this other gentleman by the name of Cornelius. And we're going to see some things that happen in their lives, which God put in Scripture, so that we can recognize what is available in our lives. We can also learn historically as to what it is that occurred when the Gentiles begin to enter into the the body of Christ and begin to be included into the church. But we're also going to get a chance to begin to see doors that were open for them and what occurred that allowed them to be able to recognize the doors that was open to them and what they did in response to so that you can do the same response and you can see the same thing manifest for you. Because just like for them, there's doors open for you. God opened the door for them. God's opening doors for you. So you'll know what to do to be able to walk through. Acts chapter 10, we'll start reading at verse 1. It says, there was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of the band called the Italian band. Look at that. Brother by the name of Centurion was part of the Italian band. Praise God. That wasn't like musical band. Praise God. Thank God for musical bands. But that wasn't a musical band. That's talking about a mass of people, meaning that there was a mass of people who were uh, uh, Italian, you know, by, by, by uh, ethnicity. They were Italian. Praise God. You know, mafia. <laughs> Glory to God. No, I'm, I'm, I'm teasing. Amen. <laughs> Amen. But anyway, the family. So these, this was the family way back in Scripture. And it says there was a certain man. I like that because anytime you see the phrase certain in Scripture, it means it is bona fide. It's shown up on the ferula tip. That was really a person. This was no theological, hermeneutical or homiletical person. This was not imaginary person that we're just using as an example, you know, theoretically speaking. No, this was a, a bona fide man in Scripture. You can be able to look back in history and run into this guy named Cornelius. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius. Cornelius was his name. Notice he was a centurion of the band called the Italian band. That word centurion, of course, is talking about he was a captain of 100 men. So that man, that meant that he was a person of authority and he was a person under authority. He was a captain of 100 men, which meant that he had people under his control. That's important to understand. We also read in verse two. He was a devout man. And one that feared God with all his house, which gave much alms to the poor and prayed to God always. I like that because he begins to start explaining this man to you so that you can be able to recognize what characteristics existed in this man so that you can recognize what characteristics need to exist in you to be able to move forward into the open doors that God has in store for you, too. Let's look at the first characteristic. He was a devout man. I love that word devout. Because that word devout means well reverent. He wasn't just reverent, but well reverent, which meant that he also began to start stepping into almost like the outer fringes, the excesses of reverence. Whereas not only did he just revere God, but he well revered God. See, it's time out for us being lukewarm in the things of God. And it's time to step up into a fire. 
that God has in store for you, because there's a characteristic that you'll recognize uh, around the open doors that God has in store for him is that since God is an all consuming fire and then he is the one that opens up the door, then you better be fired up to move into the door that he has in store for you. Are you listening to me? Remember in Acts chapter two, when the Holy Ghost came upon them, he came upon them. He didn't come upon them just as cloven tongues. He came under them with cloven tongues as a fire which meant that they were fired up to do what it is that God told them to do. I don't know what the attitude was what was prior to the Holy Ghost dropping, but after the Holy Ghost dropped, they got fired up. And the Holy Ghost represents the breath of God, the wind of God, and the power as well as the presence of God. And whenever the word of God comes unto you, it's coming riding the winds of the, of the breath of the Lord God. And once you get this word, you ought to be fired up about the things of God. I'm excited that I'm in the midst of a church of a people that's fired up about the things of God. See, a lot of people want a lot more people, but I don't need a lot more people. Just give me a few good men and women that's willing to do what God's called them to do, and that's fired up to do what God's called them to do. Are you listening to me? Wasn't but 120 that turned this world right side up. Are you listening to me? Started off with 120, but before the day had finished, it was over 3,120 because 3,000 got saved as a result of the work of 120 people who were fired up. Are you listening to me? Don't take God long when God, when people are fired up to do what God told them to do, to start getting about and doing what it is that God called them to do. He was devout. That word devout, I told you, means well reverent. It also means pious and godly. See, that's important because this was a godly man. You're going to find out, although he was not born again, he was a godly man, which means he conducted himself like God conducted himself. Because that's what godliness is, is God-likeness, that we conduct ourselves like God. I'm also fired up to be in the midst of people that conduct themselves like God. We're not just people that come on Sunday and then live on live like hell on Monday all the way through the rest of the week. But we are people that are fired up to do what God's called us to do. And we live in this thing out, too. Are you listening to me? Check out our, our TV uh, uh, shows that we watch and you'll see godliness. Look out. Listen to the things that we listen to. You'll hear godliness. Look at the things we watch. You'll see godliness. Come on. I want the amens to stay up at the same level, even if it's just by faith. Praise God. Look at the way we conduct ourselves in traffic when folk cut us off. You recognize godliness. Are you listening to me? God had a whole hand, not just one finger. Are you filling me up in here? And so because of that, it's important for us to conduct ourselves godly. Oh, yes, it is. Devoutness opens the door for devotedness. Devoutness opens the door for devotedness, which means that he was devoted to God which meant that he had already purposed to order his whole life according to what God was about. He had already purposed to be able to line up as much of his life as he needed to line up according to what it is that God's word said. Since devoutness opens the door for devotedness, then devotedness opens the doors for open doors. Devoutness opens the doors for devotedness and devotedness opens the doors for open doors. So if you open, if you be devout, then a door will be open to you for a door to be open to you. Or another way of looking at it, your devoutness is you opening the door to step through the open door that God has in store for you. Because if you are devout to do what it is that God's called you to do, you'll become devoted to do what God wants you to do. And once you become devoted to do what God wants you to do, God looks through heaven with his eyes running to and fro, looking for somebody through whom he can show himself mighty. And he finds devoted, devout, devout people who are devoted to do what he tells them to do. And when God finds the people that are willing and obedient to do what God tells them to do, he'll give them opportunity to do what he wants them to do. So this man was devout, devoted. And because of that, it opened a door for an open door for him. Let's see some other characteristics about him. That was good. Everybody say, yep. Now let's see another one. He was also one that feared God with all his house. He feared God. 
Now that word feared right there is the word uh, pho- phobeo. Phobeo. And the actual word means to frighten. So homie was frightened of God. I see some of y'all ain't. That's why, well, not y'all, but people that's going to get the tape that's not here who aren't devoted also. Praise God. But, but there, there are some folk. Let's go there. There's some folk that don't fear God. They'll do anything and it really don't matter. Because they figure like, this is my world. I do what I want to do. But that's a bad attitude that came straight from Satan. Satan thought he could do what he wanted to do too. Stood up there with five I do's about this is what I can do and I can do this and I can do that and I can be as high as the most high. And all of a sudden he fell like lightning from the sky. If the earth wasn't in the way, praise God, he probably would still be falling. Are you feeling me up in here? Blessed be the name of the Lord. Why? Because see, God ain't going to have nobody in his presence that think they can do what they want to do. He only has people in his presence that are committed to do what he wants them to do. Are you feeling me up in here? Hey, man, that's good teaching right there. Because I'm telling you how to choose your friends. Are you feeling me? If they devout, if they devout, and they're also a people that are committed to do what God wants them to do, you got yourself possibly a friend. If they're not committed to do the things of God, you don't have a friend. You have an associate at best. You have a person who you can deal with from time to time at best and keep it a limited time that's only directed to what it is that needs to be handled in that particular situation. Because everybody in the world ain't saved. So that don't mean you can kick everybody to the curb. You got to keep some folk around for various reasons and things like that. Praise God. But the other side of the coin is your friends. If they ain't lined up with God, get the heck away from them. Are you listening to H-E-C-K? I said it. Get the heck away from them just as quick as possible. Why is that? Because bad uh, uh, habits will corrupt corrupt people. Are you listening to me? Devoted people become less devoted by people who are trying themselves about with people who are not devoted. Can we talk for a second? It's the 8 o'clock. I can holler at you and stuff. Y'all are a little bit quicker on your way toward the ministerial calling that God has in store for you. Amen. So I can talk to you a little bit. Be good and prayed up and be good and strong before you start trying to help other people with their problems. Be good and prayed up and be good and strong before you start trying to help other people with their problems. Somebody asked me why. Because the devil that you're going up against is more subtle than you think. If you're not locked into the things of God, solidly devoted about what it is that God has in store for you and what he wants you to do, you with your well-meaning self will go try to help other people. But that devil that you're dealing with will turn around and attach himself to you. If you're not strong in the things of God, I'm teaching real good right now. I'm throwing it high right now, but y'all, I I, I figure y'all can handle it. The Lord bring it up. You can handle it. He'll attach himself to you. I'm teaching real good. You want, can we talk? Most, most people who are married that try to help other people in their marital situations end up not long after that having marital problems because of the spirit that attached himself to them. Most obedient people who start dealing with disobedient people become disobedient not long after they go to help them because they don't know how to pray their way through uh, the spirit that'll try to attach itself to you after you deal with somebody. I'm teaching real good right now. Amen. Amen. That's why many ministers begin strong in the things of Lord, but they deal with so many people that are lukewarm that they become lukewarm too. I'm teaching real good right now. You got to become so plugged into the Lord and you got to stay prayed up. Everybody say prayed up because Jesus would pray in the morning. Jesus would pray in noon. Jesus would pray in the evening. Jesus would pray after he ministered. Jesus would pray before he ministered. He was a praying somebody. 
But one of the reasons why I will pray is to keep them devils off his body. Come on up in here. Amen. Amen. More folk, more hunters get captured by their game. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you're blessed by what the word of God had to say. I hope that you learned a little bit more about the doors of opportunity that God has opened for us. I hope even more that your faith is rising a little bit more in the biblical fact that God is a God who opened doors for his. So let's believe God's word is true and benefit from the things that our loving God has done for me and you. Let's walk through every door that he opens for me and you. Let's not miss out on a single thing that God has in store for me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. And to all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas, we have something for you to do. We invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast that the brothers from Word of Faith prepare for the sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one, my sister, that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too with a powerful word from God straight from heaven just for the sisters. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers from Word of Faith to treat you like the queens you are by preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the royalty you are. So come on through and bring a couple sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. So come on through and let us be a blessing to you at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning at Word of Faith SA. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.